Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Is your host Chris and Ro here, and we are here to review the next flick, Netflix film, Gunpowder Milkshake. Uh, three generation women fight back against those who could take everything from them. Um, what do you think of this movie? Uh, this was a very good way to go into a world that I hope they go back to and give me the movie I deserved, which is about the librarians. Yes. Um. I saw a lot of people talking about this film. Uh, I remember seeing the um, um, the cast for this uh, is is great. And I was seeing some people talking about it when it did drop. Um, not gonna lie. Um, and again, I have not been on social media like that a lot, folks. So this is not me saying that people overhype this movie or something to me. But it's another one of those films, like you said. It's like not bad, but could have been better. Um, definitely could have focused. I wanted to know more about like you said, the librarians and focusing on that and that aspect of it. It's one of those, it's one of those films that I'm, like you said, I'm hoping they build more of this universe that they're trying to build here or more of this world here. Um, so I can get, like you said, the movie we deserve, but it's just, again, entertaining. Yes. Um, but could be better. Um, I think, I think for me, part of the issue with this movie, um, was, I feel like Karen Gillian got acted outacted by everybody around her, including the child, which is not fair because that young actress is a badass. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the entry point into this world, having it be her kind of bitter, slightly a little reckless, um, mommy issues so do you think it's is that she got outacted or do you think she wasn't directed to or the way her character was written was limiting i think she got outacted there's okay. a certain there's a certain person there's a certain kind of person and i like karen jillian i think she's a great person mm-hmm. i like the way that they wrote sam um she's got a slightly rocky affect uh it's it really works as like you know nebula uh but the way they tried to spin it to have it work here, she fell a little flat in certain parts where we need to be building a, a different kind of tension. And she never really did. And, 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 I, and then when it switched to some of the close combat fighting and you saw the other things that were going really well, that's where it kind of became a problem for me. You know, if you're going to have somebody who's going out here and they're this precision assassin who makes this horrid mistake, I really need to believe that, you know, they really have it together like that. And I didn't buy her as the center of the story. And part of that is because you can't promise me Lino Headley at the beginning and then have her disappear. Um, So Mm -hmm. I really feel like the way she played Sam, once Sam came into contact with other people, wasn't even as good as Freya Allen's young Sam, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So you saw how the character started with Freya as young Sam, and then you see how the character's grown, and and you get why they cast Karen. I just don't think. I think the movie needed to be more ensemble esque earlier if they were going to have her be the character and be where it is. And I think we needed to have gone to the library uh, more before you destroyed it. But yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, but yeah, no, you can't promise me Carla, Michelle, and Angela 
and then tell me that my step off point is Karen. Right. I think I think it's a problem. It's it's like I think the problem was like you could pull this off in John Wick with the Continental because well John John Wick is the boogeyman, right? The focus it's not an ensemble film. It's John Wick. I mean, the fucking film is called John Wick, right? Right. You can't do that. Right. You right. You can't. Oh, you're 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 working again, John. Like you know, it's that kind of right. So you can do that with the Continental and slowly build up to the Continental being something that we're getting the Continental series, and they're going to build up. They're slowly building up the world with each new movie, and now with the series coming in there, you can do that afterwards. But here, because you have the the ensemble is the bigger names of the, like, and I, like, I'm with you. I like Karen, Karen, but like you have Carla, Michelle and, and Angela and Lena. That's who everybody's here for. Like that. I feel like if this was going to go that way, she needed to be a librarian. Well, that's what, and, and that's what I thought they were going to go with. Right. And we didn't get enough about what, so we got that. And then we also didn't get enough of the, the mechanics of the world, right? That's the one thing that mm-hmm. all these films that come in that try to do the John Wick thing, which is what I'm, I'm calling it now, right? Because everybody now says, all right, cool, let's do ultra-violent films with, you know, with assassins and do it like, that's fine, that's fine. See, and it's not, it's not, it's see, not, I, I never, ever got, I never felt like they were trying to go so, for a John Wick thing, and well, maybe that's just me. Well, well, the reason why I say that is not necessarily they were trying to go for that, but to me... I look at the John Wick stuff as something that, that successfully does is where you clearly have a larger world, but you're also trying to focus on one small thing. The problem here is they introduced three or four other elements. You have the firm, you have the librarians, you have all these other things in here. I'm like, wait, but this is how much time do we have in this film? Like, right. it's, it's like, and I'm like, what are, what are all these things mean? Are, are the librarians working for the firm? Like who is Nathan? Like what are, like what is the board? Like how does you, you can't. Yeah. Throw yeah. me into this, this, this stuff. Needed right. to, and yeah, all I'm of saying, this right. needed to come from the librarian out. We needed and, to and, and know her mother right. was a librarian. We needed to, like, young Sam grew up with, they, she was raised in the library. We needed to right. see that natural progression. She should not have been in the custody of Nathan. She should have been in the custody of the librarians. They should have taken a contract. I mean, you know, they said she was like, she's got the best kills as the youngest child, assassins ever, yada, yada, yada. All things that we should not have gotten in data dumps. I felt like right. they should have taken, and I hate that I'm going to say these words, a couple pages out of Tarantino's book from Kill Bill 1. Oh, I was, I was getting that feeling too. I was getting a little bit of that. I was getting a little bit of that, you know, that vibe is a little bit of that too. But they should yeah. have they should have yeah. just gone if they were going to go there, right? Mm-hmm. They should have leaned into that. This should have been a contract that went bad that the firm had contracted with the librarian and she took it and it went bad. And then we would have gotten, we would have understood all the reference to, I need clean, I need to check out some new books because we would have already been to the library. We would have understood the reference of the milkshake with her bringing the book to her mom and her mom opening it up and it having a weapon in it. All of these things, even if you didn't change the opening with her mom having to run, the next sequence should have been the girls at the, the women at the library. It should have been Carla. It should have been Michelle. It should have been Angela. We should have known that earlier. And I, there's no world in which I'm calling her anime. It's just not happening. (laughs) You can't make me. And I'm really mad. They named that character anime. 
But um, I, I think I think there would have just been a little bit more heft. It would have made a little bit more narrative sense um, because it doesn't like you can't pull a bring me everyone. And there's another movie, The Professional. So that's that's the thing. It's it takes from. So you're right. It's not just a John Wick. It takes from a lot of these other films we've seen before and it throws it all in there. Now. It still works because of the cast and it is mm-hmm. entertaining enough and it's also short enough that it doesn't linger too long and it has enough great moments, but at the same time you're like But you gotta pick something. Like you 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 there this film to me is one big data dump of information, yeah. but none of it's completely satisfies you, right? Right. So you get all this information, you get all this stuff, you're like, but what about this? What about this? And so you, at the end, you you know, you don't kill Nathan and you tell the firm that, oh, yeah, we know we're the board. We can find you wherever we need to. I'm like, all right, cool. But why is everybody so like to me, like when they showed up at the library um, at, uh, and they took on the librarians, the, the um, McAllister's uh, men, when they show up there, I'm like, well, so did they do they know that she went to the library? Like, do they know who these women are? Did, did they? Yeah. Like, why did you automatically assume that, that after went, she ran out of all the places, places she, she could went, run, she, she ran went, in there? Right. And then how did you, did you know, like, you don't seem shocked at these women. Like, do you, I, I, th- and that's my whole thing. It's like, what is, what is like the, um, the diner. There's another reason why I went with the, the John Wick thing. The diner apparently being sacred ground where you can't have guns, you know, but all old boy at the end did have his gun. So I was I like, did... y'all got hatchets. Yeah. But you I... only collect firearms. Right. Not, right. So it's like, it's not a weapons rule. Right. What? And so I, 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 so, but what is, what is that? What is like, how is, how does this all work? And I'm like, you know, say what you want. About like you know again, I'm gonna use John Wick because I think John Wick, mm-hmm. especially the first film, did it so well. You come in, you know the rules of the Continental, like you know right there and then and there what it is it establishes there. If you get, a, you don't even need another movie, right? You don't need mm-hmm. a John Wick two. You they could have left, left it right there. You get all the information, and you were like, oh, I I would like to have more, but I didn't need more to be satisfied with what I got in that first film. Right. And Here, I just, I feel like, need I feel like. I have too many questions. I end with too many questions about how does things, how does this world work? You yeah. know, what, what are the, what are the rules? What can you do? Who's in charge? Who's, you know, them saying, because even the whole thing of, you know, we work for a bunch of, you know, men who tell us what to do. And so, oh, so are we going with the female power thing of the, oh, wow, you know, we're women not going to listen to men, but like, but you guys were listening to men. Why didn't you do, like, what are you trying to do? Like, what are, what are you trying to say? What are you, what are you trying to say here? What are you doing? What is your plan? What are you, what was your purpose? What are you trying to do here? What? What are we doing? I mean, it's written by men, so I'm just going to let oh, that Oh, that's what it is. Is that what it is? It's written by two men. It's directed by a man. And oh shit! I didn't know that. Oh well. Yeah. I, you know what? I take I everything makes sense. I, at, at least from their pictures, they both look like they are both male identifying. I believe um, Nevat is Israeli, and he is the this director. Is the He's second. also one of the writers. And then Hude is also listed as the other oh. writer, and they both are at least very male-presenting. What was, yeah, the, other, so what was the other film we saw recently with the same way? We were like, this could have been good, and then we saw that it was directed by men, and we were like, god damn it, that's why we have all these fucking problems. What was it? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and again, I'm not saying that men can't direct these films, but like, when I look at a film like this, and, it, and it, again, I, 
Some told me that that might be the case. I didn't look at who the directors and writers were, but some had, had me feel like it feels like it was written and directed by a man. And the reason why is because yes. it's parts that are that should be handled with more care or more heavy handed and not subtle. And you're just like this. Why does this feel? Why does this? Why is this feeling like a tropey girl power thing that's not earned? Like I hate Except that. What? And then I'm like, shit. And then soon you said that, I'm like, damn it, <laughs> damn it. Well, I mean, cause like think about it. Like I'll, I'll say this: a lot of people had a problem with the pacing in Atomic Blonde because they didn't know that the comic that it came from is a real old school spycraft slow burn. Mm-hmm. But when you got into it and you got to the close contact fighting, when you got to kind of understanding the core of who that character was, who the other people were around that character, then you had James McAvoy bombasticness. Mm -hmm. All of it worked, Mm -hmm. right? And even the parts that didn't work, they still fit with what they were trying to give you. And that might be because Charlize Theron has enough clout to go, I'm not saying that. Can I also say something something too about Atomic Clown too? Hmm? The fight scenes were also good because they were good. The fight scenes of this were uh, okay. I felt like they okay. I will say this: the fight scene in the library once Michelle Yeoh and Angela Bassett got oh, involved. I mean, because they can. I mean, cool, were Michelle, amazing. Yeah, and I love the yeah. fact that they honored the fact that Michelle Yeoh says that she's not doing um, a whole bunch of wire work and martial arts because she's got too many injuries and that's just mm-hmm. not healthy for her but they gave her weapons and still had her doing close weapons work. And anybody who says that they didn't have them fighting enough uh, fact, but not because the fighting that we got wasn't good. It's because I would have liked to see that for the whole movie, that level of fighting, like wasting Carla Guano on a, um, why am I messing up her last name right now? Whatever. It's going to have to happen. Wasting Carla on uh, a scene where she never would have done any of the things that they had her do that led to her death. Right. Mm-hmm. She never would have done that. Right. Um, but you don't know that because we don't know enough about Madeline, Florence, and anime. Right. And we need to. But I didn't feel like I cared if Sam lived or died, other than the fact she had responsibility for a child that I felt like she owed. Mm-hmm. But. Even that wasn't good enough because you get into that whole, you know, uh, she's got blood in her leisure thing. Hello, what character? And I feel like they took all of these things and they blended them together and they shook it up and they put these brilliant people in there. This movie works because Paul Giamatti is Paul G. Frickin' Motti. I mean, Um, but even him, we don't get enough of him, right? The people we need to get more of, we don't get enough of. Right. And and even then, I'm going to be honest, like, he's he's not, he's, he's actually a toned down Paul. I needed more, and I don't appreciate that. I needed more. I needed more bombastic Paul. Like I needed, I needed, I needed him to be. He was at a. He was. Like, he was at like a six and a half. I need him. I need my Paul Giamatti at he at least at a eight. five. I need him at at least an eight and a half. Right. He needs to be at at least. If, if like Paul shouldn't get out of the bed at the if he, he comes, is like, listen, am I going to be at an eight or an eight and a half? I don't get out of. I don't answer yeah. the phone call if I'm not going to be at an eight. Right. So yeah. like he was way too subdued in this film. I, I again. I'm I'm happy people watched. I'm happy people enjoyed it. It's not a bad film, but it's one of those things that I just wanted. I wanted more. And honestly, it's, like yeah, it just it's, like even like I it just uh, the first fight Karen had. I'm like, you fought as Nebula. 
this fight is terrible. I'm like, what's happening here? But I also understood that they were doing things that they thought would make sense for somebody who's about getting their gun off. And I don't know why it is, but it seems that dudes think if a girl is a shooter, she is like a clunky fighter. But like, but, I don't but John, Wick, John Wick's about getting his gun off too, and that motherfucker still got hands too. Like, I just, John I don't Wick buy that. Kill you with a pencil. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but even then, she she clearly shows that she doesn't need the guns to fight because she even said so. So it's like, it's not even. It shouldn't just be about her being. Oh, she can only use guns. And that's it. Because even in the, in the, were, in the library, but it was mom, more about they were. I think it was look this whole '90s noir resurgence, and I get it. it those movies are straight up my jam because those movies are kind of my childhood, right? But they were done with a certain kind of flair. Cynthia Rothrock could end you. You know what I mean? So if you're kind of going to go and try to do that type of thing, and that's what I personally feel is a lot of what they were trying to go for the fighting, is that, ha, yeah, Rothrock feel that you got from those movies, but if you dissect those fights, Cynthia Rothrock actually could have killed them at any point in time with any of the moves that they had her do, right? Mm -hmm. So they did a lot of posy stuff here, and I could see why you would want Carrie and Julian to do that, because, you know, she's kind of built, she's kind of built for that. Like, you can get that. And make it a little bit like, you know, you know, super aggressive, dancey, dancey fighting. But I don't know who they had choreographed these things because I didn't like a single thing they had Lena Headley do. Well, that's my that's my problem, right? It's it's not that the they, they couldn't do this. And I think when you get somebody like Michelle Yo, she's like, I'll I'll do this myself. Fuck it, I'll do it myself. I don't need you mm-hmm. to choreograph this for me. I I I sir, I know fighting. Right, and all her shit look real smooth. Right, and but like, I I just this is what happens. And again, what else have they? I don't have my laptop open. What what else have these this this director and writer combo? What have they done? Have they done anything else, or is this one of those we're gonna give somebody a chance? I think this is a he. uh, He was a writer on Big Bad Wolves. Um. He also directed. No, actually, also directed Bid Bad Wolves. I don't. And he, his, I think his debut was a movie called Rabies. I haven't seen either one of them, but now I kind of want to go see it. All right. So this is the thing. All right. I'm all about this because I know Marvel does this of getting um, directors like somebody out their lab. Yeah, I I understand that you're like giving you know again Marvel Studios all the time giving people that that are getting their big break to direct these big films with these things. That's cool. But here's the thing. Here's here's when you do this, we're getting the same Marvel does this and when Kevin Feige does this. They're there to support them. They don't just let them go off on their own and do some somebody somebody steps in and says, No, no, we need to do you you surround them with a team that is experienced to help them get to that point. Right? You're not bringing in a bunch of first timers on cinematography or producers or things. You're bringing you're bringing them a you're bringing oh, them a team. Oh no 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 no! Nicholas Detolf did the damn editing on this. He is not a new, but I look at his catalog and I understand some of the editing choices that were made. He did the Commuter, he did Stoker, he did Origins, Wolverine, he did Live Free and Die Hard. He is not a newbie editor. Well, no 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 no! But I don't mean that as newbie. It's not about being a newbie, right? It's 
You surround them with a team that is experienced that works. You so, want to yeah. know why this movie looks so good? Why? Because it's Michael Searson. Huh. As in Planet of the Apes, Michael. Huh. As in Angel Heart, Michael. As in Gravity, Michael. Right. So but that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> shit. But, but that's what I'm saying. You got it. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but if you don't, if you don't put that people there for the choreography or for the editing or things like mm. that, or you get some of the you get some of the B teamers who might have been around and might have uh, moved their name, but then you list things like the commuter, right? I'm like, Look, you're not. I being had serious. problems with the editing in this movie. Did you? Hmm. Did you not have problems with how this movie was edited? Some of the cuts, some of the oh, moves, yeah, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah, story yeah, order. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, but so as I'm saying, it's like you're right. He's not a noob, but like you see what you get, what you you get, what you pay for, right? So if you're you can't bring in the 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 the, the excellent cast, but then give them a first time director and writer. Okay, okay, I now understand the stunt choreography problem. Who was that? It's the guy from Lucy Taken Two and Colombiana. Oh yeah, oh shit. Yep. Well, that'll do. I it. can't. Yeah, Laurent Dumanion. De, De I can't pronounce Laurent's last name. I never could. He's French. We just gonna go with Laurent. Um, and I, this is no shade. This is like there's nothing wrong with the style of choreography that he does. It doesn't fit for what they wanted to do with this movie. Well, no, no, and, no, 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 no. I'm gonna stop you there. No, there's something wrong with it, right? Like, if it doesn't fit, then clearly, yeah, there's something. You, wrong with you, it. you can't because I remember Colombiana, and the biggest problem with Colombiana is you have little ass fucking Zoe Zadana carrying that big ass fucking gun that's like twice her body size and doing all these things. It's like if you can't choreograph a fight for the actor or actresses body type to make them believable then you can't choreograph a fight like oh, i'm sorry you can't do uh, that and that's a problem the choreography in taken two was trash yeah it was terrible it was terrible oh, he did valerian in the city oh that those stunts are your fault well so again see what he i'm didn't. saying so yeah, okay okay so, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah so we were talking yeah. about the, the 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 writer and the director and yes they're a problem but here's the thing when you don't give them anything but the cast, you then have to, and again, Gunpowder Milkshake survives solely off of this cast. If you put any other cast in this movie, this movie is not as enjoyable and it completely fails. Right. And so this and film, that's a problem, man. And, that's, and, a problem. and that's a huge problem. And it's a problem because, and this is a, this is a, a bigger problem I have with what Hollywood does is, if you want to build up the next generation of directors and writers, I get that. But again, look at the Marvel method, right? Marvel has a whole, you come in as a director and it might be your first, first time directing a big name film, but you are not alone. They have a process. They have, a, and I'm using Marvel Studios, and it's not the only ones that do this, but like, they're the clear example because they are the ones that, you know, as much as people complain about Marvel Studios and what they're doing, oh, filming is not real films and blah blah blah. Okay, the well, one, fine. No, you don't have to use Marvel. Amazon Prime has newbies too, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like reviewed so, it, right? So, so like, but you you do this, you give them the support, you give them the producers, the executive producers, the writing teams, the you know, you you give them. Uh, the 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 FX squads. You give them the choreographers. You give them you give them the second line directors, and the you give them the, the the you give them all these other things in the backup to help out with that shit. 
so that they can they they can be successful in this. Yeah, they and, were more interested they in like uh the sound spotting and the the look and the feel and i will say this i like the vibe of what they made it look like they had a great art department i mean they have good sets and the production and everything i did not necessarily like the sound engineering and i and i felt like they really overdid a lot with some of the spotting for the soundtrack and that became annoying for me towards the middle of the film it was very distracting but I think that goes into also other things that you're saying as like, if this is somebody who's coming out of your lab or who came to you with this idea and you're like, let's do this. Yeah. You have to give them the proper support. But I also truly honestly think even with the people that they've got, they've got people who are professional enough there. What they didn't have is an eye. They didn't have an eye. Cause at the end of the day, this is on the director. If the director is looking at this shit and it comes back in the dailies and he's like, okay, let's move on. That's a problem. If no one in here is looking around and saying, you know what, if we're going to use this opening, maybe we should have the next thing we see Sam doing is something else. And you know, I don't like montage flashbacks. It's one of the biggest thing that pissed me off about some of the tentpole movies is when they yada yada, how somebody got where they are, but we got nothing about how Sam became who she is. Nothing. But we're supposed to be fully 100% invested and also believe that she's so good, but she made such a horrible-ass mistake on a big-ass job. But right? Not, but not only that, not only she made a horrible-ass mistake on a big-ass job. Well, no, no, no. She made It wasn't a horrible mistake, because, again, you don't get enough about McAllister's son. Apparently, he was where he wasn't supposed to be at and doing shit he wasn't supposed to be doing. And that's why mm-hmm. his ass got got. So there's that. But my thing is, her mom had to leave because she killed the wrong person, but leaves her daughter with the firm so wouldn't her daughter just been used as bait because that do- none of this makes fucking sense. The only thing about any of this that makes sense is that she didn't kill the wrong person. She just killed somebody at a time people didn't want them and she turned her daughter over as as consequence. That's the only thing that makes sense. But we don't get that because we yeah. don't get any interactions with Nathan. Right. Uh but like this it's really flashy. It's got accent. It's got I mean the dark comedy works. Yeah. Um but I also have a problem with the fact that everybody automatically jumped to the, oh, there's a relationship between Lena and Angelina's characters, and they just didn't go for it. I was like, do y'all not have any really actually down-ass friends, down-ass bitches who's got your back, who will be seriously pissed off if you up and missing? But if you show back up, they still got your back. They're going to cuss you out later. It's not always got to be some kind of, like, I think that there's this idea that that if there's a relationship that has value at a one-on-one level between women, it has to be intimate. And I was like, "There, fr- friend, friendships they they exist as adults." Mm-hmm. And I and I really feel like because they kind of skin the surface there, it is a little queer baity. But more, it well they speaks- did, did they did it with um uh Michelle Yeoh's character and Carlos, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if you're, again, if you're gonna do it. Do it. Do it. Right. Not stop. Right. And that's the problem. And that's, I think that's the problem. Cause I felt the same way. I was like, wait, are they trying to say there's a relationship between these two characters? Oh, wait, why don't you just say Yeah. That? I was like, it was like, you, they're not saying there's not a relation. You just told me that this girl, this woman was so in love with her husband that she couldn't get over what well, happened but, to him that but, she but, blew up so, her life. But here's the thing. The, the, only, man kill him. the only reason why I, I, you're right. I didn't think it was that at first. But then when they, they handed out the relationship between Michelle and, and Carla, then I kind of was like, well, are they trying to? And then, so it wasn't even that I was looking for. It was just like, wait, are they trying to do that? It was just, it was just more confusion of, and again, by you telling me that it's a 
men and uh, two men that are responsible for this movie, I go, of course they didn't go there. Of course they didn't just come out and flat out say what they wanted to say and do what they needed to do because this is what men do in these kind of films all the time, unfortunately. So right, they went for the sugar rush. Right. So. Pun intended. Um. What, but what would yeah, you, yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I wish they had deliberately been trying to make a 90s throwback B movie. I think that would have worked more because we'd have gotten more funny moments. Yes. Because those are the moments that really work. All of the B movie stuff, like the tape and the gun to her hand, them Mm -hmm. three fools on there and nitrous in the hallway and that dummy under the desk. It's just so stupid. (laughs) Right. Uh, What would you give this out of 10? Uh, Five? I was gonna say six. Yeah, um, I mean, I can I can get down with a six. No, no, you said five. Keep it a five. Yeah, 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 like leave, leave your truth. Leave your truth. Like, no, it's it's a five for me, and it's because it's because I really, really liked what was going on with the library. I there was some deep irony in there. What was found in which books that I really wish that they'd had the people in the right seats with the wherewithal to explore. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. And that little girl. I need the next movie to be about Miss. I declare myself to be an apprentice. <laughs> I like the little girl. I think she's a really good actress. Do we know her name? I feel really bad just calling her the little girl, but I can't remember her name. Because I've seen her in something else. Wasn't she in the Dave Bautista movie? Isn't she the little girl from that movie? She might be. I'm trying to find her on the IMDb now. It's um, Chloe, right? Chloe Coleman? She's from My Spy? Big Little Lies Upload? She's a badass actress. And her dead affect is on purpose. It is an act. Yeah. It is a thing she does. And I'm really enjoying the the way she's developing. But yeah, I liked her, Emily. And I think that we could have gotten even more if she had, if they had decided that they wanted to have a different chemistry between her and Karen. Maybe, maybe your question at the beginning is right. Maybe this was a directing problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to lean to that just because of one of the choices. I just, yeah. Oh yeah, I'd never. No one I'd rather kill people with. Thanks, mom. Mm-hmm. Really? That's what we're doing. Well, it, yes. Like, well, you the, never, you never really actually even address the mom and daughter issues either. You just kind of go, guess we're solved now. It's all just, forgiven. Just, yeah, Let's kill just, things yeah. together. Yay. Yeah. 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 So. No, there'd have been a fight. Yeah. So there'd have been a fight. I'd have punched. I mean, my mama leave me for over fifteen damn years, and I only have one skill set, and I'm doing it for this dude and, and who still, got me working for these dudes and that still, I don't like. I might, I might forget and, myself and, and punch still, my mama in the face. And it's still in town. Like I just, none of this makes sense. Um, she lived. She lived down the street and around right, the corner, man. Right, just down the street. Um. All right. Um. <laughs> movie trailer for you. Stay tuned. Uh. Next movie we got coming on here is Jungle Cruise. So we just got a screener for that. So we'll be reviewing that later on this week. So stay tuned and um, yeah. So uh, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. Till next time, we are out of here. Peace. Peace.